Welcome to the LLBR Podcast, Live Life, Be Royal. This is your host, Sean. We back at it again this week. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all been doing all right. You know, I appreciate the listeners. Keep passing it on. Keep rating the show and doing what we do. Let me get right into it. So, you know, a lot of shit done happened over the past week or so. You know, you got the T.I. thing. That shit was crazy. They was on his head about that shit. And then uh, I'm going to start off with Summer Walker. Giant. Uh, she recently put out a post. Pretty much just, uh, how can I say? Summer Walker put out a post targeting the accusations, well not even accusations, just the, the bad reviews of her meeting greets and shit, saying she's an empath, energy, all that good shit, you know, that spiritual shit, and so, you know, on one hand, I understand exactly what she's saying, like, we all have them days where we don't feel like being bothered, and ultimately, we just don't feel like doing the shit, we don't want to fake it with people, this, that, and the third. But on the other hand, it's what you signed up for. By being a celebrity, yeah, I can step down to a not a non-celebrity person. You can just be a regular popular person in your city. How many times have you been out and just seen like folks kept speaking to you? Want to come shake your hand, this, that, and the third. So imagine that shit times a whole lot of motherfuckers. And what we got to understand is that people don't care. <laughs> They just this call it what it is. People have their own motives when it comes to celebrities because they look at it as if that's that gonna be the only opportunity to meet said celebrity. And then if you one of them diehard fans, like you not giving a fuck if they having a bad day or someone with their family in the theory. I'm not excusing this shit because people really do need to take celebrities off the pedestal, but what's more realistic? You avoiding this shit altogether or them people change their mindsets to this shit. And so she pretty much she was just saying like the energies was off, so and hugging people all day and have her feeling bad and all that good shit, bro. Honestly, not everybody believe in that, you know what I'm saying, energy, transferring, soul ties, all that shit. I'm niggas. I don't believe in that shit. So you need to even come out and say it just simply like Kevin Gates did shit, motherfucker. I don't like touching random people. Another thing, if you already have said you have social anxiety. Why the fuck would you do a meet and greet? Like, people trying to give her excuses for poor professionalism. But folks got to understand is, like, yeah, we all have bad days, but this is a service. If I'm paying you to be there to meet you, least you can do is make a nigga feel welcome. Nah, you ain't got to give a hug and shit, but hell, a quick little handshake. Say, I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, coming. You take a picture, you smile or some shit. That's just a part of the game. Like, don't sign up for no motherfucking meet and greets. If your ass ain't gonna be on that shit. And so they kind of just like people kind of debating back and forth about it, but you can't really debate about it. That's like being a professional. That's like you going to a restaurant, you paying for your food, your food come out to be some mid, and then the cook come out and say, I'm just having one of them one of them days. You ain't finna be understanding, like, bro, you know what? It's cool, bro. Motherfucker, like, nah, motherfucker, I need my money back or give me some better goddamn food. The same shit with that. Like, nah, if I'm paying to meet you, now it's different. If a motherfucker bumping into a fucking Target or some shit, and she like, nah, I'm cool. Like, nah, that's different. But when you paying somebody for a service, you expect a service back. And people got to understand, as far as the consumer, that sometimes people do have them days they don't want to feel like being bothered. Also, if the celebrity, like some walk has told, she has social anxiety. Don't have y'all hopes up 
for like a, a super, you know, <laughs> extravagant, like she gonna make you feel good, you know what I'm mean? saying? Like she told y'all she awkward as fuck. She's shown y'all that she awkward as fuck. So the fact that y'all even like getting pissed off about the shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? She got to understand that that's just not her. So guess what? Just make your music and sit your ass at the house. Don't do meet and greets. Like, don't do that shit. Like, you, we can avoid situations. And I'm using this at least my bigger point of that, like I said before, we put ourselves in situations that are avoidable. That also leads to something I just wanted to get into as far as, like, social media. Hey, actually, like, not, probably like an hour ago, I made a post pretty much saying that everybody don't need social media. And it wasn't to like police people. I wanted to just state that a lot of people will be more happy. They'll have less anxiety issues, depression, their trust issues won't be fucked up. They won't be living in fear for the sake of, you know what I'm saying, do social media. What happens with social media is that that's what you get your news from. Everybody shares their news, good news, bad news. And we have all these media outlets that's showing news and it's fucking people up. Like, over this past weekend in Memphis, I believe Saturday night, 10 people, 10 plus people got shot. A couple of them died. And, you know, people, I don't know if they do it in, I'm pretty sure they do it in other cities, but, you know, when it happens here, you know, everybody get on their social media posts saying, that's why we can't have shit and I'm ready to move. Like, first of all, y'all not going nowhere. But the crime in Memphis has been this way for 20 plus years, maybe longer. Y'all ain't left yet. Shut the fuck up. Also, y'all just not going over. Cut it out. You're not finna go leave your hood in Memphis just to live in another city's hood. It just don't make sense. And so, you know, but people really use this fear. Like, that's why I don't go out this damn there. But I was like, there are plenty of cases where people have got shot and killed in their home. You know, and like, you can't live your life in fear. You got to enjoy your life while you're here because you can die literally by taking the drive to work. More people die from car accidents than anything else. So I don't see how don't y'all like equate that to other shit. But y'all motherfuckers like won't go do shit out of fear. And social media plays into fears. Social media plays into insecurities and anxieties. If not, create the shit. Think about it. If you constantly get on social media and you follow a lot of your high school class that you graduated with. And then you're doing decent, but you had bigger dreams. And then the people that you deem you doing better than leaving high school or have better potential than high school, they doing better than you. Or then your peers that's with you that had big dreams like you actually achieving those dreams right then. Like, that play, they makes people's minds feel like they're not doing shit. So, with that, it's just a matter of, like, damn, like, what am I doing? Now, you putting yourself in a depressive state when you really don't have to be. I can tell you that it's not life is not a competition run your race. And that's a fact. But people don't feel that shit. Like, I'm, I'm going to try to put things, like, I'd say live in reality. And so, the reality of the fact is that Simply, a lot of people don't need to be on social media. I used to think the phrase, ignorance is bliss, was bullshit. God, like, why would you not want to know? But then I started becoming more aware about things and reading things and seeing shit. And I just realized that you really enjoy life better when you don't know shit. You know how many people stop eating 
their favorite foods because they watched the documentary, what the hell, off that alone. Like, it was already proven facts that this shit was bad. But they watched that shit and seen certain shit. They're like, nah, I can't. I don't want to do that shit. But now they crave their favorite foods, but they feel like their favorite food is bad for them. But it's been known fact for that some foods are bad for them. Like, a lot of people's minds are weak. A lot of people are sheep. You know, everybody ain't a wolf. A lot of people are sheep. And with being a sheep, people's minds, it's just easy to manipulate. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to do things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Anxiety is just pretty much at, at, at the core level is you overthinking a situation. That's just what anxiety is. It's a core, the base, foundational level. Now, there's different forms of anxiety, but it all roots back to your mind doing too much processing at once, and then you become overwhelmed. So, that shit. Like I said, I hit the depression shit. It develops trust issues because you see people going through shit that you ain't never been through. I ain't seen plenty of people been like, man, I don't know. I want to get in a relationship. Or I want to get married because how many people that was married or relationships was in their inbox trying to get at them? Or how many times they see people out here telling their sob stories about them getting cheated on and mistreated at this, that, and the third? That's creating more fear. That's creating trust issues for shit that you ain't even been through. Like, it's lead, that shit leads to a lot of people's mind frames being fucked up. That shit robbing life, if you really think about it. Like, social media, the more I think about it every day, social media has done more harm than good. Obviously, the good is you can be aware of things that's going on. You can use it as a platform to build your brand, build your business, meet different people, because you might not be, you know, sometimes we live in areas that's not really conducive to how we are as people. And so social media link you with people who are that's into the same shit as you are. And that's good because we all should have friends. We all should have loved ones. And so that shit helps. But the bad thing about it is motherfuckers do extreme shit for attention now. Like we all on social media for some form of attention. But some people going to the extremes where they're doing extreme shit. That shit harms us. We have we have grown decent. We don't seen so much violence on social media. A lot of us are desensitized to that shit. We don't seen it. A lot of people had developed PTSD just from seeing shit. People getting killed on social media alone. They ain't never been in the war zone. They ain't never seen nobody stabbed or shot in person. But they seen it on the watch card. You see it, come on, bro. That shit fucking us up. It's creating a lot of trauma in us. And it's doing more harm than it is good. And it's also the net, another knock against social media. It's giving a voice to the voiceless, but a lot of people should have remained voiceless. Because it's a lot of people spewing hate in their own propaganda. And it's all, all it takes is one, then a whole bunch of people flock to them. And if you spread enough hate, then they just create bigger problems in this world. And this shit just not good whatsoever, man. Like, I'd say it all the time. Take your breaks from social media. Like, don't announce that shit. You ain't got to, you don't, you're not that important. Let me go and tell you that now. You're not that fucking important, okay? Uh, get it through your head. Like, you ain't got to announce that shit. Just leave. My man Taylor, the, you know what I'm saying? May prayers be with him. His folks is sick. And so, but he announced he like he was like I apologize for my absence from social media. Like his 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 folks, he had a number of relatives that was sick. I was like, bro, fuck us. You know, I was no apology for not being on this motherfucker. Fuck us. Hey, this shit ain't that important, bro. Like social media, a lot of people are addicted to this shit, and that's 
I think just about everybody who has that shit for for the most part. Because think about the times where you take a break. The two things about it, which you realize when you do take these breaks from social media, especially you one of those that got to delete the whole app off your phone, so you won't get on that shit. If you got to do that shit, you have some form of addiction or just a habit. So you're just trying to break your habit. It's one of the two. But the two things is you realize that it is, in fact, a habit. Because how many times you don't pick up your phone just because you ain't had no notification. You just want to get on and hit the thing. You hit the spot where your app was and it ain't through. Like, oh, shit. So you really just in the habit of just checking that shit all the goddamn time. And two, them be some of the most peaceful days that you ever have. You sit down and think about it. Like, I want y'all. This is going to be a challenge for y'all. Take a week off from social media. That's why y'all need to subscribe to the show. So that way y'all can still listen to this shit. But take a week off from social media. Just to, it can be a, three days. And watch how those three days might be some of the most peaceful days you ever, peaceful days you ever have. Because I think, honestly, and that's if you allow yourself to indulge in other shit that takes up, you know what I'm saying, your mind. Because if you, if you chilling and watch movies, but all you think about, oh, what's going on on Twitter? What's going on on Facebook? You're not really taking a fucking break. It's like going on vacation and not, and you thinking about work that you got to come come back into. You're not really enjoying your vacation as much as you can because you out here thinking about work. Like I be at work and I go on lunch. I tell you, don't talk to me about work. I don't. I don't want it for this hour. I'm not at work. I don't hear about work. I don't. Want, I don't care what I got to do when I get back. I deal with it then. Same with social media, man. You, we all got to do it. And I know a lot of us are business owners, so we got to figure out a way to navigate this shit and get our breaks. You still got to get breaks. And there are apps. I just want y'all to know there are apps that can uh, plan that you can schedule your post to promote your business. I know some like people that do hair, you get random messages and shit. I guess you have to leave your notifications on and if it's not about hair then don't respond respond back at another time you know it's not about your service then it's no need you know ain't no need to talk about it uh it's just things you got we got to do we got to detach ourselves sometimes i know couples who they'll have a day where they cut their phones off and just chill and relax and that, that forces them to talk to each other entertain each other and this and then I know a lot of people that say if you gotta take breaks from social media, this that and the third, that you landing room on your life or you running from life. Nah, some you just need to break from everything. Like I don't give a fuck what it is. That's just how life works. That's how life's set up. That's how you keep your, your batteries moving and grooving. Parents, get rid of them kids sometimes. Fuck them kids. Put them on a babysitter every now and then go have y'all fun. Go on vacation. You know what I'm saying? Guess what? They need a break from y'all ass too. Like kids need breaks from parents. Just like y'all need breaks from them. You know what I'm saying? They got to go have their fun, become grow this and the third on their own. Like it's easy for them to be who you want them to be if they always under you. Like that's what integrity is. Integrity is not what you do in front of me. It's do when my back is turned. And so you, you want to test your parents and you got to put them out in this world. And with you putting them out in this world, you go have your phone recharge the batteries, go have your adult time, and you come make you can be a better parent. Your job. Nigga, use them PTO days. Use them sick days. Take you that mental health day. Fuck it. Cause trust me, if your ass get fired, they replace you. If you die, they replace you. 
if you quit, they gonna replace you. Work gonna go on. So fuck it. Don't let them folks make you feel like you not showing up or you not being there is a nuisance. Fuck them. Because you can't be a good worker if your ass is tired and mentally drained. Then you're gonna, you gonna give a piss poor performance. No matter how much you love your job or love what you do. You're gonna give a piss poor performance if you not, your batteries is not, you know, in charge. Like, you know, some jobs like pilots and surgeons, you can't afford to be fucked up in the mind or be fucked up physically because you're tired and shit. You need that rest. You need that time to, you know what I'm saying? Because lives are literally on the line with your job. Like I said, social media, take a break from it. Everything requires you to take a break from your relationship. Now, I know motherfuckers be like, no, man, you need a break from your significant. Listen, bro, you need me time. You the individual, you don't stop being you just because you got into a relationship. Like I'm not the type of person, I can't talk on the phone with my significant other and text all day, every goddamn day. Not all day, every day. Like, nah, sometimes you just don't really have, like, shit to talk about. And you ain't got to force the conversation. I'd rather have no conversation than force the conversation. I'd rather go without you talking all day. And then when we do talk late on that night or that evening, you know, we talking for hours because we got a whole bunch of shit that we talked about. Like, think about it. How many times have y'all kicked it with somebody that you had plans with at eight, but y'all been talking throughout the day, so then when y'all kicked it, the shit was kind of dry as far as the conversation goes. Like, y'all enjoying y'all presence with one another, but this shit is just a matter of space, man. Like, it's, it's okay to have your space and breaks from Social media is no different. I think a lot of people just need to delete this shit altogether, period, honestly. And as I've gotten older, I don't really want to be on that shit my goddamn self. But then I, I changed my purpose of being on that. I used to do that shit just for fun. Like, you know, be a part of the group. You know, be a part of everybody doing this shit. So I might as well do that shit. And then I kind of got a little social media popular, you want to call it. And got a lot of attention. So I turned that shit into, you know, throwing parties. And I got, you know, I do pest control. So I obviously do that shit. Got a clothing line. So I promote that shit. Now I got the podcast. I got to promote that shit. Hell, I just turned that shit to a business. But as I've gotten older, I've become more of a, just not want to be in a spotlight ass nigga. And uh, so I, I be trying to find my balance. I've come to realize when I was writing blogs that a lot of people like really pay attention to the shit that I say. So I'm like, okay, cool. A lot of people come to me for laughs, so let me make people laugh. A lot of people come to me for a good certain, I ain't call it a certain, but a good word of encouragement or just a good word of a life lesson. So I, I look at it like I'm servicing people. I'm challenging mind frames. Hopefully I'm developing relationships. Honestly, there's just simply just that never can be broken. That the type of relationship that an author who you never met have with the reader. Because I'd have a few people hit me up like, you know what? I was having the shit today. Now listen to your podcast and boom. That, that shit spoke to me. I'll make a post like, bro, I was just thinking about this shit and you said that shit. That shit crazy. You know, that shit feel good to me. Like, that, that, I'm getting satisfied with that shit. With that, I don't really take too much breaks, but I will. Like, now you know what? I'm not doing this shit this weekend. Fuck it. Like, on Sundays, my Sundays is not do shit day. I try not to do nothing productive. That's my day to recharge. I don't wash the clothes. I don't clean up. 
I, I try not to cook. <laughs> I try not to cook. I try not to do anything because that's just my day to do absolutely nothing. And I think everybody needs that day. I think everybody needs that break. I think a lot of problems can be solved mentally and socially just due to cutting out social media for a lot of people and then cutting back for a lot for everybody else. Because, hell, you got real life to be social and why would you be concerned about the shit behind the screen? You know what I mean? Speaking of social media, I seen this article get passed around and it's about having a vent buddy is important to your mental health. And I 100% agree. I think a lot of people go through things in life and they keep it to themselves because they feel alone. And like when people up and commit suicide, a lot of those people feel like they don't have anybody that they could have talked to. A lot of people that check in on them and this, that, and the third. So what I want to say to that is for a lot of y'all, that's not true. Um, you have people you can vent to and talk to. And it is important to have somebody that that's going to actually listen to you. And a word to the wise, and this is for me as well, just because somebody vent to you don't mean they want their problems fixed. Sometimes they just want to be heard. And they just want a hug. And they just want to know that you're going to be there. I have to remind myself of this shit because I am a problem-solver type person. I feel like if you've been to me, we need to we need to fix the circumstances. But we all can't put on that cape for everybody. Some people got to fix their own problems. But listen, what I'm with is just about having somebody. It ain't got to, you know, prefer. We like it come with certain titles. You know, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, wife, uh, friend, best friend. Sometimes, man, it could be just a, a good, solid associate. Somebody that y'all have relatable issues and y'all use each other. And that's the key thing when I share the post is to make sure that you allow yourself to be their vent buddy if they need that. Like, it becomes a burden when you take on people's problems, especially when they care about you. And all you hear is bad things. Whether you want to believe it or not, takes an effect on your, your feelings as well. Because if you're a person that feels sad because... Other people say you cry because you see other people cry, like and you see them hurt, so that's gonna hurt you. And it it hurt that's a lot of people. So, you know, try not to become a burden to anybody, but the person that you're venting to, they go through shit too. And we can't be selfish to think our problems are more important or bigger than another person's problems. Like uh, that's really an issue with humans. Like we feel like what we go through is bigger. Go like folks that have these struggle contests. Oh well, I grew up without cable, and you know I didn't go to like the Lucas and shit. Well, motherfucker, I had a motherfucking wish sandwich. Stop complaining, like fam. Like this ain't no competition. Everybody's struggles are different. Yes, some things are worse, obviously, but they still don't don't be dismissive of somebody's feelings because that was their worst. Like. We got a real bad that we got to compete at. We ain't got to compete at that bullshit. And it get, that goes back to, like I said, the vent buddy. Like, allow them to have a vent session. That shit could be therapeutic for both of y'all to get this shit out. Like I told the young lady, oh, hell, if you ain't comfortable with, I guess, making friends, go seek therapy. Hell, go get you a journal and write out your fucking feelings. I know people that have like boxes of germs 
but they said that's their healthy way to decompress from the world's bullshit. Because we all, like I said, we all need a break from shit. And so when we going through shit, we need a break from that shit too. You know, we, we that shit plagues on us and we out here trying to live life like it's, like everything is okay. We got to stop faking the funk like everything is okay. You just got to be real about it. And so having an event buddy means you have to be real with them. They don't need to assume that everything is okay. And a lot of times, just reach out. Like, y'all be wanting people to come check in on y'all, but do you check in on people? Do you check on those people that you're trying to vent to? If not, then, you know, you you being selfish. Like I said, this is not a one-way street. You got to be just as giving as you want them to give to you. I promise, like, life will work better if we give, we be compassionate to one another. Vent buddies are great. We all need, like I said, we all need somebody to talk to. But they need somebody that's going to listen to them as well. And so that's pretty much really I got to say about that shit. It's just about give and take. But I do have this uh this thing I did want to say. I was in trade school about five years ago. Five, six years ago. And my teacher had told me something. And I kind of took it. You know, I took the nugget around when he was like, when you got somebody and you asked them how they doing. And you the person that answered the question. Uh, you know how you like how your day was. Like they said, he said, don't talk about your problems longer than ten to fifteen minutes. Because one, he was just saying that people's attention span is shorter. But like I said earlier, they take on your pain. And also, if you do it on the regular, they tend to start dismissing what the fuck you got to say. And he was just like, if you just keep it within that time, now with now you have said that, and they get their opportunity to vent about their day, now y'all can go on about the rest of y'all evening and have your fun, like, without the problems being on your mind or your heart and shit. I'm just letting y'all know that, like I said, don't put too much of your burdens, don't put all your burdens on people, because sometimes you don't know what the hell they going through. So the next thing I wanted to touch on was not necessarily T.I.'s decision because I think this shit is whack, but I'm not living in his household or whatever is still there. It is more so about the double standard of parents when it comes to boys and girls when it comes to sex. Because my issue with him is and I had to listen to the episode, so you can tell bro's been a little sarcastic with this shit, a little bit. Uh, but still, it's still some truth to what he was saying. And so with that, it's just a matter of, like, where is this energy when your 14, 15-year-old son said he was fucking? Because the episode I had seen when dude, he, first of all, he trapped his son into saying that shit. But the nigga just joked about that shit. And he did say that he don't want him to be out here fucking at an early age, but he said he did say at his own mouth that he's more concerned about his girls, his daughters fucking, than his sons. Like, but you can't raise your daughter to be a certain type of way, but not your son, if that makes sense. Like, if, if you're going to teach her to value herself and her spirit and all that shit, you need to teach your sons the same shit. Now, if you're being equally as harsh I could be more understanding about it. I I still think like it's nothing you really can do about the shit. 
and you going overboard. But at least then you just on everybody ass fairly. But trying to pretty much make your daughter an undesirable person, because like you said, like who wanna be who wanna be with a virgin? That's real life for a lot of niggas. Niggas don't a lot of niggas don't want an actual actual virgin. Cause you gotta teach the motherfucker how to fuck and the motherfucker gotta get accustomed and comfortable with fucking and all that shit. Like, yeah, I guess she don't be cool. You know, after a certain age, bro. And so I felt like, bruh, is essentially teaching his daughter to avoid niggas like him. Just something the terminology, bro, was saying. It's just like, this nigga like control women, but this niggas is like that out here. And all the niggas was like, yeah, niggas gonna be always be more concerned about if his daughter's having sex than his their son. I'm like, why? Why are you okay with your son being sexually active? At fourteen, but you, you, the world is over if you find your girl, your daughter been fucking like, bro. I'm name to your TV now. That motherfuckers gonna have sex, fam. You know this. You need to be preparing them for the reality instead of trying to let the folks. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, let, let them know about the the dangers of having sex, pregnancies, diseases. If you one of those spiritual people, soul ties and all that shit. You know, tell them about them dangers that they're going to be facing. You know what I'm saying? You might fuck the wrong person. That person got somebody. Now, that's drama. It's, it's a lot of dangers that we attach that comes with sex. That comes, like, even further than that go beyond pregnancy and diseases. It's like bullshit that we got to deal with, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I just feel like be just as hard on men. I've come to realize that a lot of us, we like to tell women how to behave, but we don't really tell niggas how to behave outside of the extremes of, you know, not rape, not hit women. But everything else, we don't really tell niggas what to do because all you ladies that listen, go ask all your male friends and people and dudes you cool with and go ask them, bro, what kind of relationship advice they ever got? From older people. Like we ain't taught the same shit. Or virtue shit. You want to know why monogamy is not a thing? Because it's only taught to one side. That's just the truth of it. It's only really pushed on one side of us. It's not even pushed on. Because we like to say it's things are pushed on society. A lot of shit is just pushed on women. Virginity being special and virginity. It's, on, it's only pushed on women. If we, when we were 16, you was a clown if you were still a virgin. Like, you was ashamed as a boy at 16 to still be a virgin. But at the same time, if you was a virgin as a girl, you was praised for it. Now, I don't know if this shit's still the case now, but when I was 16, that's how that shit was. Virginity was virginity or women not having a lot of bodies. That shit's been praised. To, for it to be happening, women that on the other side get shameful versus a dude, you know, we, we the man. That's just the double standards of this shit. And I know some double standards need to be around, but a lot of this shit is simply just bullshit. And that I feel like we need to raise, because a lot of the standards are the same and need to be the same, obviously, but for different reasons. But still, they need to be the same. They need to be held accountable. Like, a lot of our actions as men we go through can be avoidable by simply being taught right or wrong instead of, like, letting us guide life by ourselves or, or what's the shit they say? Uh, boys will be boys. Like, no, some of that shit just ain't right. 
Like I don't say Tom Pena fight. I don't did a lot of stupid and sh- stupid shit as a as a young nigga. And I ain't gonna say I'm proud of it, but I ain't necessarily ashamed of this shit either. Because I'm able to look back and be like, yeah, I was fucked up, but I've become a better person. And I also look back and know when I have my kids, especially my sons, if I have one, that tell them, hey, this I know firsthand, don't do that shit. Don't do that. Don't do this. Like some shit, you know. I know what the guy my kids on. Like I, I said on a post where uh, I think they <laughs> it was a post going around saying one a little porn star, one of the goats became a preacher. And I said I I would much rather listen to somebody who's been through hell and came back to heaven because you can't preach about redemption if you never been through shit. That's like a motherfucker has never been in the streets whatsoever, trying to tell a motherfucker stay out the street. Like the, 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 that word won't hit the same than a motherfucker who actually been through, been in that motherfucking shit, and came out and doing good for himself on some legit shit or herself. You can't tell a woman not to sell pussy, but you never done that shit. Like because a motherfucker is really considering that lifestyle, a person that only been there can really save that person from even entering that lifestyle. Yeah, that's how I feel like I'd be. I done did a lot of fucked up shit. That I can get my son to see, like, hey, this shit ain't right. This shit ain't cool. And nothing extreme. It's shit like not being concerned about a female's feelings whatsoever. I would not care. If I didn't like you enough or like you like that, I, I didn't really give a fuck about what you did, felt. I do shit on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't give a fuck. So, yeah, I just did shit because... That's just how I felt about shit, bro. And I don't know how I even got to that shit off the vent buddy shit. Nah, I'm on T.I. bullshit. But yeah, I just really want to address the double standards of that shit. Like, raise motherfuckers with the same virtues. If you're going to be hard about adolescent sex, you need to be just hard about your boys. Because, like, someone someone stayed on my homegirls. She was like, hell, every time a nigga has sex, they can get a motherfucker pregnant. Women can't. But y'all be more concerned about a woman, a teen, the little girl getting pregnant than anything else. And y'all chastise the girl for being pregnant and not the dude that got her pregnant. It's just a lot of shit like that that need to change and how we treat the boys and the girls and men and women like a mind state. Because obviously we, we've seen that these standards don't exactly weigh up. Like they don't really... <laughs> They don't feel like, they don't feel good and shit. They don't make us feel like better people. They ain't making us better people because they're outdated. They come from a time where, hell, women really wasn't even, they was treated more like property, and it still exists. T.I. situation is just like they, you treat your daughter like property. And a lot of people treat their kids like property. A lot of y'all tend to treat kids like they not even people. But, you know. It is what it is, they, and they lead into the, the whole, they went viral for whooping her son, disciplining her son. I think they made an update and said that her kid got taken away from him, and that's fucked up. Uh, I don't wish that on nobody. Uh, I don't know her cir- they circumstances in her home. I just really wish she was a better mom, because that shit was just extra. That shit was ghetto as fuck. Like, my folks trying to say it was about the whoop. Like, it's more than the whooping. Like, first of all, they were like, whoopers are not abuse. Like, yes, they are, bro. Yo, your significant other pulled up to your job 
and did this shit to you, you'd be complaining about domestic violence and they toxic interest. So this shit the same. We're gonna call it this. I'm gonna call it spade a spade. I'm not saying I'm anti whoopings, but a lot of a lot of parents use this shit as first, last, and only form of discipline. I'm not here to tell you that this shit don't work on every kid. This shit don't work on a lot of kids. But there's a lot of people that's in jail right now. They got whoopings. So y'all thinking that whoopings gonna change people attitudes this and there it's not bro kids eventually gonna learn you learn to deal with pain and a lot of y'all don't even talk to them why or let them know what's going on and then they're they gonna like right, cool so you gonna whoop me then i'm gonna get to go back and do what the fuck i want to do anyway cool and there are literally a hundred of ways to discipline somebody use google bro y'all google up a whole bunch of other useless shit how about google up some shit that can be used to better your circumstances or your goddamn relationship with your child but anyway so folks really was like you know debating about this and third but i like bro it's more than that first of all you recorded this shit so you humiliated that young man and what's gonna happen them kids gonna see it and he gonna get picked on if you seen how that nigga was dressed you can like oh yeah she he she had on drawers this and the third and he had on fucking sweatpants yeah like i know kids fuck up clothes and shit but you can't be out here styling profiling and your kids out here fucked up. But that's a whole nother, not even a major issue. Then she verbally threatened the nigga, made the nigga apologize, but hit the nigga in mid-apology. And I'm like, he he trying to do what you told him to do, but you still whooping. Like, let him do what the fuck you told him to do. Call him a nigga, call him out his name, gave him more physical threats. Why recording this shit? So when he get picked on by the other kids at school, it's her fault. That shit just a toxic way to handle a situation, handle a kid. Like, y'all expect, y'all treat kids like they ain't shit. Y'all forget they humans too, period. Like, they got feelings. They entitled to have their feelings. They entitled to feel pain. They entitled to this shit. And kids are going to act up. A lot of y'all get mad at kids for being kids. A lot of these kids don't even be bad. They motherfuckers be adventurous. They trying to figure out shit. They trying to figure out this world, and y'all motherfuckers be mad. At them for doing just that, doing shit that you did. Like it, it amazes me that a lot of people forget the things that uh they did as a kid. Like I guess y'all get amnesia or some shit, or y'all just like forget about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like how Tim Turner forgot, or how they forget they have fucking fairy eye parents. That's how y'all be acting like, cause y'all act like y'all don't remember nothing that y'all got y'all ass kicked for and thought like, damn, that shit wasn't major. I, I'm here to tell you, your kid bad, unless that young nigga's a sociopath, that nigga's bad because the environment is bad. So it falls back to your parenting. I'm just going to be be for real about it. If your kid ignore your demands, it's because you probably ain't being stern with them all the, all the time to know, so they know when you're serious, you stand third. I'm not here to judge your parenting. Parent how you want to parent. But some of y'all motherfuckers that be defending this toxic-ass parents, just know my kids can't play with y'all. I ain't even play with y'all because y'all kids ain't from rub off of mine and oh all this other shit, bro. Like y'all just really extreme with this shit, and y'all get mad that people not everybody agree with whippings. Like folks, it's okay. Like I want y'all to get it out this this mindset that <laughs> parent like whooping is the only way to get a, get a kid right. That's that's just false. Okay. Second of all. Just because you came out quote unquote fine, don't mean majority of others did. And a lot of y'all ain't fine. A lot of y'all fucked up out here. Y'all don't even realize it. But 
you know, I'm not finna get into all that. I let you analyze yourself. A lot of that shit do stem back to childhood traumas. A lot of us that have issues with communication and expressing ourselves and all this other shit, a lot of our problems stem back to our childhood, whether you had a toxic uh, parent or absent parent. A lot of our issues stem back to our childhood. Just food for thought. Just want to leave y'all on that shit because the 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 arguments I was seeing about this shit was just quite wild, honestly. Because I'm just like, y'all think that shit was okay? Like to publicly do that shit? Nah, if she took the nigga to the bathroom, took him home, did the shit, brought him back, cool, whatever. But to publicly humiliate your child is never okay. I don't give a fuck what's the reasoning behind that shit. That shit ain't cool. You don't want to be on a motherfucking tape getting a fucking whooping. Now you finna be joked on. I remember being in third grade. And it was this little dude. And folks used to fuck with him. And they knew he fuck with him. He was a little special. But he wasn't special enough to be in the CDC class. And so the nigga had an anger problem. So the nigga, but when he got mad, he flipped the fuck. I'm talking about when folks said they gonna knock this shit over. This is him. This nigga knocking over books, tables. He doing this, all this shit. And his mama, every time, would come in and whoop him in front of class. And, like, egged us on to laugh at this nigga. Like, she wasn't trying to defend him. She ain't trying to hear the nigga out. None of that shit. So, motherfuckers used to purposely fuck with this nigga just so this my mama, because this my mama gonna pop up every time with a belt in hand, just get this nigga a whoop. I don't know what ended up happening to Joan. I hope dude out here living a, a good, prosperous life. But yeah, like kids fuck with that shit. And now you give a motherfucking ammo to fuck with your kids some more. Because you want to act like a goddamn idiot. You pretty much talk to your kid like you just some bum ass nigga on the street. But somehow y'all want to talk about love. Like I said, if your significant other did you in any type of way what they lady did her son, y'all will swear to God that you in a toxic ass situation. But it's not toxic parenting somehow. I guess y'all just don't validate kids feelings and how they and shit i don't know y'all weird i don't saying it's gonna wrap up the show you know uh you already know what to do shop on loyalty.com use night owl 15 percent off uh follow me on twitter king sean 901 that goes for the instagram too sean brooks on facebook i think my picture black and white now some shit like that also uh, I'm going to do some giveaways for the Christmas season. Probably get some gift cards to give away and shit. So make sure y'all uh, go follow and like the LLBR podcast page on Facebook. Listen and share and tell them folks to do the same shit. And I'm out.